What's up, Joes? And welcome to episode 111 of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Rafael Chidez back with you. What's up, brother? What's going on, Jeff? Ah, uh, you know. Same old shit, different day. I got a fucking titty growing out of my head. It's... Yeah. Yeah, too bad we don't have video, so. Yeah. So everyone, so everyone could, could see it. So everyone can see the giant titty growing out of my head because I smacked yeah. the shit out of myself on a fifth wheel hitch. Pretty gnarly. Yeah, dude. Yeah, fucking it's, yeah. sucks. Sucks. Just like you didn't kill yourself and give yourself a concussion. Yeah, I'm always glad when I don't kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's always good. It's always that's always, always a plus when when you don't. Yeah, because then yourself. like I, then I watch these fights for nothing. Then I would have been sitting here like, where the hell is Jeff? Like, why isn't he hitting me up? And then I would have hit up Brian and be like, hey, dude, Jeff's not hitting me up. I think, I don't know what's going on. Am I off the show? <laughs> <laughs> Did I get fired and someone didn't tell me? No, he's just dead. <laughs> yeah. Find out like three weeks later. <laughs> I'm on Fulio Podcast. I have announced it. Sorry, guys. Jeff's dead. I don't know what happened. He hit his head. <laughs> All I, the only information I have gathered is he hit his head. Yeah. <laughs> major concussion because yeah, we were talking about that how people have actually gotten concussions from going like like bending over and coming up and hitting something like uh even like a cupboard they open a fucking they open the cupboard they forget they open it they go fucking bend over to get something and boom they come up right on the corner and they fucking con- give themselves a little concussion oh bro i got a fucking gnarly scar from a corner of a cupboard from when i was like eight or nine years old didn't mm-hmm. see the fucking thing and i was trying to I jumped up on the cupboard or on the cabinet and counter, the counter to grab something out of the fucking, out of the cabinet. Didn't see the door. Bam! That's some of the worst. Yeah, because like I was going for a cabinet right in front of me, and it was a uh, cupboard door off to the the right out of my vision. I didn't see it, and I just fucking jumped up right into it in my head, took the corner. Yeah. I walked out of the kitchen and I to the living room. My two sisters thought I was fucking like I dumped something on my head because my whole head was just covered in blood. Oh shit! So they start freaking out. So of course that makes me freak the fuck out. Yeah, well, fucking, you're bleeding crazy, and especially blood rushes to the head. So boom! Well, I didn't even really know. Like, I didn't know I was how bad I was bleeding because I couldn't see yeah. it. I just did mm-hmm. it and like walked out of the, you know came running into the living room because like, my head fucking hurt. Yeah. And then, yeah, they start freaking out. <laughs> so I had to go to the hospital and get a bunch of staples in my fucking head. Yeah. Be careful, Jeff. Yeah. Fuck. Where were you this Safe, morning? Safety first, bro. Safety where, first. Where were you this morning, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start texting you. I'm going to start hitting you up. Safety first. <laughs> safety first, Jeff. You were, you I'm going to hit you up with my sign. My, I have a stupid sign that we leave our locker room. It says safety begins here or some bullshit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna text you that sign every morning. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. No, dude, I, I have to wear safety uh, safety glasses, a weight belt, and uh, steel toe boots every day. No big deal, you know. Yeah, makes me feel like a man. I don't. I just have to wear a uniform. Uh, I gotta wear a uniform too, though. Not, not really. They they don't care. We don't have customers, so. They do like it that we looked uniform, though. It looks more, you know, professional when they have customers walking in through the power plant. But then again, our power plant is always dirty because we're grinding rubber off of rollers. So there's always like it's always like a dust, a dirt that we're sweeping up 
hourly, you know. Right. We have we have vacuums on the actual machines that vacuum out most of it, but it still collects a bunch of it. So. Oh yeah, it's gonna. I mean, yeah. no matter what, it's still gonna miss a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yep. What can you do? Yeah. It's work, brother. Exactly. Let's fucking go to work and collect a check. Yeah, it's the way she goes. The way she fucking goes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these guys use that all the time for Trailer Park Boys. I love the, the Trailer Park goes. Boys. It's the way yeah. she fucking goes, boys. That's where I started liking Canada a lot more. You know how everyone makes fun of Canada and we're USA and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, the Trailer Park Boys really won me over. And then Ryan was the final tip. I'm like, ah, Ryan's a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> No, when I went to Canada, it was super friendly. It was super awesome. But, you know, Trailer Park Boys is super cool. So I was like, Canada, you're A-OK. You know how uh, you know how they're all, Ricky's always smoking or trying to smoke six paper joints? <laughs> yeah. So a couple, couple years ago, this producer in town, he used to do this um, 420 EP, like, every, you know, every year. And he asked me to do a track for the second one, and I wrote a line in it about uh, um, the reference to Six Paper Joint. I was like, what was it? Bud so loud the neighbors bitch about the noise. We're rolling SPJs like we're trailer park boys. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, you know, I was trying to make it like a really subtle reference that only trailer park boy fans would, would understand it. Yeah. But it made me laugh. Well, yeah, if you watch Trailer Park Boys and you hear that, you get the reference. Everyone loves the boys. Check out Trailer Park Boys if you have it. I didn't catch on until I was in college, and they hit me up, and they were all on Netflix. Dude, David never seen that shit until we were doing the show, until like after Ryan and I were on the show. Well, I always was on the show, but Ryan came on the show. Um, Because like Ryan and I would talk about it and make reference to it all the time, because obviously he's Canadian, so, and I got into it. It was late. I was late to the party. I didn't get into it till like six or seven years ago. Hanging out at my caregiver's trimming bud. He always had it on when I started watching it. Yeah, we were. Same thing. We're hanging out. Well, so we're hanging out over there, Champagne. And I don't know who it was. It was Frankie that said that his boys were checking out Trailer Park Boys. But then we later came out and found out that I, we don't know who put us. We we know that Frankie put us on, but the origin, I don't know where it came from. Because his boys, the 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 rewrites, I've, I've, I've told them, I'm like, oh, yeah, Frankie put us on and told us about the Trailer Park Boys. He's like, no, he told us that you guys put him on. I'm like, what the fuck? Then I don't know who the hell put us on. But <laughs> too much bud. Too much bud. Yep. That's I mean, like I said, that's why I, why I started watching it, smoking joints, yeah, trimming buds. The point and... is, we probably got around the same time. This probably. was like 2011, yeah. Yeah, about 2011. It's probably when it went on Netflix. Yeah, sometime in there. I tried to watch one of the movies before, like a couple years before that, without ever really seeing the series, and I didn't get it. I was like, this is fucking stupid, and I stopped watching the movie because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, you you have to. You have to kind of start it from the, I would say the, for the series. first season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because well, they introduced the characters in the first episode, and then you go on from there. And it wasn't even the first movie I watched. It was Countdown to Liquor Day, the second one. So there's already storylines built into it that I'm just like, what in the fuck is going on? These guys are fucking idiots. Like, 
Yeah, dude, and the development of the characters in that fucking in that series is so good. You have to watch it just to know all the characters and know their fucking nuances and shit like that and how they are. Phil Collins. <laughs> RIP. What, are my, what are you looking at my gut for? <laughs> RIP. RIP, Phil Collins, riding a mustard tiger in the sky. What about your people, the fucking juggalos? Getting a getting a club in Michigan, a goddamn lawsuit by the fucking by the Don't feds. put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Don't you do it. They're your people, bro. Not even. They're from Michigan. They probably they're your neighbors, bro. I bet the ones that started it. You go to high school with them. Admit it. No, they're not my neighbors. Got, they're from Lansing. You got kicked out, bro. You I got kicked, kicked out. out. I graduated with honors. <laughs> no, I mean of the band. You were like probably one of the founding members, and they're like, sorry, bro. Those dudes are old as fuck. Yeah, I don't know how they are. Older than me? Do you still be in the band, bro? No. Look, the point is... The point them. is, you're a juggalo. They're your people. <laughs> I am putting that evil on you. <laughs> uh, but... Which one of us probably has ICP on their hard drive? I, I'm not I, it. I think I do. <laughs> not I think it. I, I, think I might have it. I can blame my cousin, but it's my hard drive, right? Juggalo. <laughs> I start wiping off the the peach or the, the skin colored face paint to reveal the the tattooed on Juggalo paint. You look like that kid, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, the big old the, the big old kid. Yeah, <laughs> they make fun of him all the time. He's a, he's a juggler, Juggalo. Check out It's Always Sunny, too. Yeah. They took that off of Netflix. Uh, did they? Yeah, that's off of Netflix. What? I know they took yeah. the league off. I didn't know they took It's Always Sunny off. I have It's Always Sunny still because it's on Vice, and I have Sling, so it's on there, and they have the seasons on there. But, yeah, I'm pretty. Um, they were complaining that it was off of Netflix. I have, like, seasons one through five on my hard drive, so I'm good on that. I need to get more, though. I need I have, to get all of them. I have it on Hulu. Oh, okay. You're good, then. Yeah, because it's still an FX show. Yeah, they don't have they don't have the league on there though, which pisses me off because that's my favorite FX show. Is FX uh, in cahoots with Disney now? Because I know Disney's pulling all their shit off of Netflix because they're starting their own. Yeah, but they haven't yet. That's not till yeah, like two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, but they're gonna start pulling everything little by little. That's why. Uh... I think Clone Wars and all of the Star Wars shit that was on Netflix is coming off or is off. I remember it was gonna, it should have been off by October. So I, I know Rogue I One's it. still on there, and the Clone Wars is still on there too because I just saw it on my kids the other day. Yeah, okay, because I sped watched those because they said well, they're gonna be off in October. I'm like, oh shit! So I fucking I saw all of them because no. I hadn't seen them. That was probably the only thing I was missing from Star Wars. I'm pretty sure it's still in my queue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know like Civil War and. Rogue One and uh, Doctor Strange and stuff are still on Netflix because I just watched those recently. All right, then. I'm wrong. No, I mean, I know it. it is coming. Yeah, there's, there's there's a Disney thing coming. Yeah, Disney's getting its own streaming service, so it's going to be pulling its shit off of Netflix. You're yeah. 100% correct on that. The reason I know this as well is because the, uh, they charge me for Disney content on Sling. Like, that's an extra charge. Really? Sling will give you, yeah, Sling, like the, for the regular shit, 
it's, uh, you get a lot of channels. Like you get a lot of channels, but the channels you don't get the one. The, one of the packages is like uh, the ESPN package with like Disney channels. See, I get That's all. I, knew I get Disney they were the, and all. The same thing. I get Disney and all that shit included in my in my tier package. It's I think it's all in every tier package on PlayStation mm-hmm. View. Uh, it used to be here, and then they started changing it. I think it's because the you know, like we mentioned, they're coming out with their own shit, so they're like, "Fuck you guys, pay me." <laughs> I I don't get ESPN just because I find it annoying. I get it, but I don't really watch it. I used to watch it all the time, but so then you kind of realize it's fucking bullshit. It just turned into bullshit. It used to be good. It it just turned into shit. Yeah. They were just fucking, it was almost like clickbait. They were just talking about clickbait the whole mm-hmm. time. That's it. That's and it. I was like, I don't want to watch this. And then all the channels would fuck, like when, when a big story was on, all the ESPNs would fucking, I'm like, what the fuck? You guys have like three, four channels. Like, dedicate one to that shit and move on. Like, ESPN Classics them, all... is cool. I, 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 don't, I, I can pay for it, but nah. I'm yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I had it. In when I had the red zone and stuff, but I don't know if I once I got rid of that package if I still have it or not because I don't ever watch yeah. TV. But now with this uh, DVR and Sling having FS1, FS2, Fox, and all that shit, and uh, I, I pay for Showtime. Um, I just I pay for Paramount now, so I have all the fighting shit now and the DVR. I don't need ESPN. I really don't. Right. Maybe for boxing, maybe, but Canelo's not gonna fight on ESPN. No. Nobody really worth a shit's gonna fight on yeah. ESPN. Lomachenko, but he's he's gonna he's gonna destroy what's it? I think it was on pay per view last time too, right? I don't know. Oh, I guess Manny fought on ESPN, didn't he? Yeah, that you last really fight that he lost. I don't watch boxing. Well, I do, but Manny, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna go out of my way and watch Manny unless it's a. Like I really don't want to see him fight anyone anymore. We're, we're, there's nothing to prove. The test was Mayweather, and it, he didn't get it done. I know it's five years too late, but you know they were they still aged the same. Like it's not like fucking Mayweather had like a hydroponic time chamber, Dragon Ball Z style, and just chilled or was training. And his equaled more years. That shit wasn't happening. It still aged five years. Pac, Pacquiao couldn't beat Mayweather. They're not fighting again. I really don't want to see. Pac-Man fight anyone else. So ESPN kind of, I'd rather not pay for their boxing service. I'd rather watch uh, Wilder. I think Wilder's on there. Joshua was on there. Yeah, Wilder and Joshua on Sunday. Or Saturday, yeah. I mean. Or, or uh, Wilder and Ortiz, but I think Joshua oh, fights on show, Showtime as well, though. Yeah. So so I'd rather pay for Showtime than ESPN. Or HBO's boxing. Yeah. No, I can't. I don't know, man. I just can't. Boxing bores me. Like I'm I watching like it. Uh, I watched. I watched every fight on the card for <clears throat> Floyd and Connor. Every fight. A couple of them we just had them on in the background because we were doing our fantasy football draft at the same time. But watched every fight, and I'm just like, kick him, <laughs> take him down. I don't know. I, it's I just, a sweet science, bro. I, it is. I respect boxing. <laughs> I'm not disrespecting boxing yeah. by any means. I just cannot get into it as much as other people. Like, I'll watch it if it's on and I'm somewhere and I've gone and watched 
big fights. Like <clears throat> I watched De La Hoya fight back in the you know back in the day, and Bernard Hopkins and uh, obviously Floyd. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> Tyson, when I was growing up, then Tyson started knocking motherfuckers out like Peter McNeely and. 35 40 seconds to a minute or whatever and people were getting pissed off about pay-per-views yeah i was super young but i remember <laughs> my dad taking me to that shit even the mexicans were excited to see tyson oh, america I, yeah everyone supported fucking tyson until he got put in prison for rape then it was like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We still want to go see him. I remember seeing him against Holyfield. I still watched him. I, I didn't, but a lot, you know, he went from being, like, he lost a little bit from people. He lost people. It's just yeah. He did. Yeah. But still watched him fight. I watched him fight yeah. after he bit fucking Holyfield's ear off. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny. I say the origins of Folio Podcast were, like, the fraternity getting together and watching fights and everything. No, the, the origins of Folio Podcast are me being a fucking shorty uh, and my dad taking me to his friend's house to watch fights, and that all all of his friends and all of the wives and friends would get together, and all the little kids are running around, and then the fights would start, and then we would sit down and watch the fucking Tyson, the, at least the main event, at least the Tyson fight, and then it would be the it would be either De La Hoya or Chavez fighting. So that's why I like boxing a lot. And then I actually got to do some boxing while being in Champagne. Right. We had really, dude. For the money I paid, we had really good instructors. That's why I'm glad that I, for the time that I did stay down there, and I say I wasted a lot of time, it wasn't really a waste of time, like, because I was learning how to box. I was learning how to do Muay Thai. I was learning how to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So I did get to, you know, train boxing. I did get to train Muay Thai, just the, the aspects of itself. My my coach, D, um, actually, he had an actual Thai instructor from thailand that has he's from thailand and i think he trains them in uh, I, don't, I don't know what the town over from champagne would be that he's in but my instructor goes and learns from an actual thai kickboxer comes back and runs he's still to this day you know he never stops learning right and like he, he's like a purple belt now in uh brazilian jiu-jitsu he was a blue belt when i was was training with him but he was a badass in kickboxing and boxing training alongside our grappling uh, coach and he was he was giving him tutelage as well but they ran the school together one being the striking side the other guy being the grappler him being the black belt and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu my friend <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I I like that's why I like boxing a lot just because I like the defense style you know I it's because I pay attention to the little aspects that people wouldn't necessarily pay attention to just because they necessarily haven't done it themselves I don't know. I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's there's a, a lot of people love boxing. Yeah. And like I said, I respect boxing. I have no disrespect for it. It just I watch kickboxing because there's yeah. more action. Oh yeah. Uh, that, that's what I don't understand. Why like uh, Glory doesn't get as much uh, attention as it should. That is, it's pure action, nonstop action the whole time. Hmm. Same reason a lot of other things just don't like. Same reasons I like EBI and like, ju- and jujitsu doesn't get jujitsu doesn't get the the mainstream recognition either because there's a sect that enjoy it, and then there's a sect that find it boring. And yeah, 
because I really like again I really like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu because I've done it. There's a lot of people that hate it because they're like, oh, it's hugging. You know, they're just doing, they're just doing nothing. Right. I'm like, well, they're not not doing nothing. One guy's defending. No, I'll tell you when he's doing nothing. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I'll give it to you. Sometimes they're fucking stalling. Oh yeah. Like fuck. But uh, most of the time they're trying to escape, and maybe one guy's just really good at pinning him down. Look, look at Khabib. You're gonna tell me Edson wasn't doing anything? No, he was trying to get out. Trying to get out. But Khabib, not gonna let him. Michael Johnson. Yeah, Michael Johnson. Dude, he would have tore off his arm if if he wouldn't have tapped out. If the ref wasn't there, he would have ripped off his arm. <laughs> that would have been the end of the fight. You cannot win. Just quit. Yeah. Just <laughs> just give up. Yeah, like like I've said on here plenty of times, like my my enjoyment of of jujitsu comes just from my grappling background. Yeah. Being a wrestler, yeah. like especially no gi. It's it's familiar yeah, to me. Wrestling is so tiring for anyone that's never wrestled or anything. Ugh, it's so fucking tiring. Yeah. It's a that's how when you see guys press each other against the cage and trying to take each other down. Sometimes just tire the motherfucker out. Drain his arms. Get the blood in there. Fucking uh, fill it up. Fill lactic, it up with blood. Lactic acid. Yep. Get him tired. Yeah, man. Oh, wrestling's a grind. It 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 definitely is. We're control, control, control. We're a different breed. You're kind of crazy to be a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Half the time you give yourself an, an eating disorder on purpose. <laughs> you just... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. That's it's my least favorite, and the re the reason it's my least favorite is because I picked up the least in it, and because it's I I think it was the hardest to learn, and the hardest to learn. I think it's all a mentality, just because you don't get an end result in it necessarily you get you you can get a pin and stuff like that but it's mostly control in mma it's control that's all it is it's control 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 you're controlling the the position you're controlling your opponent but in jujitsu there's fucking submissions there's mounting well i guess there's wrestling and that too the positioning and shit like that but you know in jujitsu there's the finish you know you take his arm you fucking you, right. you choke him out and in striking well i don't striking you get to connect every time you connect it's fun Every time you fucking throw a kick and you connect, it's fun. So even hitting pads is is enjoyable as fuck. And uh, wrestling is tiring as fuck with no real end result. So that's why I, I that's why I would say it was like uh, the end result is control to you know for a better position for your jujits. But I think it was really hard to pick up on too. Like the it, it's awkward. It, it's it, it felt a little awkward learning the positioning that they were. Trying to like turn, uh, make you go into and shit like that. It's one of those things you gotta rep and rep and rep. Oh yeah, rep, rep, rep. rep. Well, well, here's the thing: I couldn't kick worth the shit with either leg. With either leg, if you come at me now, I'll kick you in the head. I'll fucking kick you in the head. But I, I couldn't throw a kick to save my life before. Now I could throw a pretty hard kick now, roundhouse. Yeah, pretty high too. And and that took practice. I had a. Not only was I training it at the gym, but I had a a makeshift punching bag. It was like a punching bag that we filled up with a bunch of shit. Some hard, like some objects are hard, dude. Sometimes if you hit the wrong part, like there was like a shoe in there, and if you hit the wrong part of the bag and you would hit the shoe, you were kicking like fucking the hard ass sole, and, uh, dude. It just fucking fucked up your shin. Oh yeah, yeah. You get those but, hard um, spots in punching bags, even when shit yeah. settles at the bottom, and you kick it and just fucking smack your shin. And you're just, ah, 
Yeah, but I got to hang that in the garage in Champagne. No one used that. So I would go out in the garage and just fucking, hey, 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 work on the kick. Work on the kick. Work on, because I wanted to throw kicks. So I remember just focusing on just throwing kicks, throwing kicks, throwing kicks till I can fucking get it. Like In wrestling, I really didn't have that option. Because first of all, if I dropped to the knee to fucking do the pass, I would fuck up my knees. I would scrape the fuck out of my knees the whole time because I would be doing it where? I don't, I don't have a gym. I don't have mats. I don't have knee pads. I, would, I guess I'd get a knee pad and just fuck it up the whole time. But then you would still be fucking up your knee on doing it on or your floor, like hardwood floors. You'd be fucking them up. I had to do it on concrete. It, it, it just wasn't possible. I couldn't find anyone to wrestle with me. I could kick a bag. I could right. shadow box. I could do that shit. So I think that's why wrestling was kind of only, I only could do it at the gym. I, could, I Like I would choke these guys out, you know, at home. <laughs> <laughs> that really wasn't working on the jits, but you know, it still worked. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually got to practice a lot more just because I had the, the standing or the nuts, but the punching bag in the, in the garage. I wish I would have done it in high school. Though. That's my one regret from high school is I wish I would have done some wrestling. I started young. I, I wish we had youth programs like we do now because I would have been mm-hmm. able to fucking start way younger. But It, it would have <laughs> worked out so well, too, just because if I would have taken some wrestling in uh, high school and then moved on to U of I and then, you know, gotten my ass kicked in academics and then found my way into the Dragon's Lair. They weren't heavy into wrestling, so that heavy that wrestling background would have been helpful because they developed a lot of my striking and uh, grappling skills submission-wise. So having a wrestling base would have kind of helped. Or maybe, I don't know. Because you know how they say you don't want to have the tendencies of one one aspect? like Because then you, you tend to, to fall back on that. And in MMA, you don't want to fall back on one, one aspect, unless you're superb at it, like Ryan Ortega. But I don't know. I mean, I guess there are there are a lot of wrestlers that have transitioned to have really good jujitsu and MMA. But yeah. the strike, I think it's the striking department where they kind of are more boxy and more stiff and more tight and it, tend to power shot. It de- <clears throat> it depends if they're just using their striking to set up takedowns. Yeah, that too depends on the. I mean, it, it just depends on the fighter. Like, look at Tony. Tony. Yeah. Tony has a, a real unorthodox boxing style that's not just used to set up his takedowns. I mean, he can hit him off of it because he switched stances all the time. That motherfucker's long and lanky, too. That helps him out a lot. Yeah. Yes, it does. And then, you, you know, like you said, like Frankie, Frankie Edgar uses traditional boxing, but it's all just to set up takedowns. But he's got pretty good jits. Mm-hmm. Tony's jits is ridiculous Eddie Bravo black belt oh, dude that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to see it's gonna be interesting to see the jits of Tony versus the control of uh, Khabib yeah got a whole another month whole another month fingers crossed brother we're almost there <laughs> we're almost there should we talk about Saturday night uh sure. <laughs> let's get sure. In, let's get into the controversy. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Oh. Well, you, you guys, everyone could see my reactions to it. They were on on 
because I, 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 we didn't know what that was going on. Me and Quadro were like, what the fuck? Like, ah. Like, did that land? Well, I think everyone was. I think everyone was. Uh, Jeremy Stevens picks up the, the KO win over Josh Emmett uh, amid controversy. I, I, I want to get your take on it because, you know, at the time and in fast motion and regular motion, it seems very controversial. But if you go back and look at it, uh, I wouldn't. I would. Uh, there is controversy because he did throw it, but it was in the midst midst of midst of a fl- like the kill the killer instinct was in there, and I'm not saying that was right or that was wrong, but to be honest, the knee's not what finished. No, uh, I I'm not. Emmett at all. I'm not saying the knee is what finished Emmett at all either. But it, but nonetheless. Mm-hmm. It was still an illegal knee. It was still an illegal knee. Yeah, it, I I have not once thought that it was the finishing blow. The yeah. the the two elbows to the back of the head didn't help the thing either. And I'll get, and and I'll let those go because mm-hmm. it was in the midst of rolling over. It was quick, so Dan Mergliata missed it. You know, it well, that well, shit happens. But I, I would I wouldn't even give that a miss. I, I I would say I wouldn't even count those as illegal shots because you it was he was rolling over. But the thing is, but they're still illegal shots nonetheless. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not picking I'm not picking bones about the thing the, is, those. Those weren't the first two shots. He had landed two two right. previous elbows he to did. the face. He did, and that's why they and got missed. Emmett, Emmett instead of blocking went for the leg went up and came and and gave him his and I'm not saying there that's all right for Jeremy Stevens to do but is it all right for him in midst of trying to kill uh Emmett to be like oh shit it's the back of his head let me rearrange this and let me fucking punch him in the face like it's you kind st- of on Emmett too but Emmett's kind of fucked up at that point so but you still got to I mean the it's kind of at the, on the ref at that point which is why I'm saying like I I which is why I'm saying mm-hmm. I let like that that uh, I'm letting slide completely because that was it was very quick when it happened, but nonetheless they were still illegal strikes. The knee was illegal and the fight should have been stopped. Dan should have stopped the fight right then and there. He missed that one. Jeremy Stevens got away with one, and I'll give it to him. It, it is he he got away with it. It's not the strike that ended the fight, but it but. If, if he if he missed with the knee, do you, do you stop the fight? Do you pause the fight because he threw it, or do you pause the fight because he grazed him with it? Because if he would have thrown it, do you pause it and then you you take away Jeremy's Jeremy's victory? And it, I know he threw it and he grazed him, but that's not that wasn't really the finishing sh- shot. And as a referee, do you assess that in that moment? Like because it doesn't have to be a finishing shot for yeah, it but... to be illegal. He made contact on two points because the shin hit him on the way up and the knee hit him on the way down. And no, I'm not saying that they're the again that they're the mm-hmm. the strikes that finish the fight, but it's an illegal strike nonetheless. He made contact to a downed opponent with a knee. It's super tough because of what of right, what came right after. Because he finished them right after. 
Because let, let, and I'm let's not even say, blaming yeah. Jeremy Stevens. Like you're in the midst of it. It's killer instinct. He's, he's not going to pull back after that. It's on Dan Mergliata. Jeremy Stevens mm-hmm. got away with one, but the fight still should have been stopped. Emmett's going to contest it, and he's got a pretty good case to get it overturned to a no contest. Uh, I don't know, and I'm not calling Jeremy Stevens dirty because it was. There's there's a lot of people that are though. That that's the thing. But I, I am just stating yeah. the fact of what it is. I'm not yeah. picking at Jeremy Stevens. I'm not whatever it. But the facts still remain. It was an illegal strike. The fight should have been stopped for an illegal knee. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be a, a finishing blow for it to be illegal. Yeah. Contact is contact. Yeah. To to me, the fight was a little was over a little bit before that with the elbows. Because the left hook that landed did roll back Emmett's eyes when he landed on his butt, and then this guy followed him, landed some elbows. Emmett goes for the leg to try to go for a scramble of sorts to try to stop M- uh, Stevens from gaining position, and that's where he get he gets him two more in the in the back of the head. And as they're getting up, that's when Stevens throws the fucking throws the knee that grazes him. Well, if Emmett's still defending himself, yeah. then, then the fight's yeah. not over. And Jeremy Stevens still threw a blatant illegal knee and even if he hadn't made contact if he would have completely missed him it still would have been an attempt at an illegal knee you knew he was down Mm -hmm. the thing that sucks is man i think if he doesn't even throw that knee even attempt it and and they get up i think he he would have finished it with he still would have finished it yeah like he would have finished it then and there it what sucks is that knee was fucking thrown it didn't need it wasn't it wasn't necessary he didn't even need to throw it to finish the fight and it sucks because, man, I picked Stevens to win, and now there's all this controversy. So did I. You know, he, st- he still would have won. He still would have won. Yeah. But still, man, it sucks. I wish it would have just – that knee would have not been thrown, so people could be like, well, he threw it, you know. But I get it. I get it. But I just – I wish that controversy was kind of out of there. It's not – and I'm not saying that, 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 again, that that's what ended the fight or changed the fight. He was getting knocked out. But regardless – of that fact, it was still an illegal shot. Yeah, and it sucks because it takes away from such a good game plan, like that that he came into the fight with, and that he that he executed within the the fight itself. Even though he did get dropped in the first, I was to say he was he got he was getting worked in the first a little bit. Well, no, he, I, I I think he was um I think he was more seeing what Emmett had. The reason he did get caught and did get dropped was that he came in with a stupid fucking combination. And he got he countered. With, he, yeah, he came in with a jab uppercut and left himself super open and got countered. But that was towards the end with a minute left. I don't know what he was fucking doing because before that, he he was pressure, pressure, pressure. Like I had mentioned before, he's four. Pre- and I think it, it was pretty close up until that point, uh, up until he got dropped. Because he was landing the, the leg kicks. Emmett was kind of trying to establish his his combos. He he was landing one shots and getting out of there. He was he was really good with his movement in the first round. I think I think Stevens was just trying to figure him out a little bit. And when he threw that stupid combo, got caught and dropped, gave up the round, gave up a ten eight round. 
And that that's when his round uh that's when his corner told him during the round told him to use his face more, which he was using in the first round, but but picked it up in the second. And he picked it up in the second by not just feigning the jab. He started feigning the jab and lunging. Kind of forward like kind of darting a little bit forward and started baiting Emmett on that combo that he had kind of hit on the uh in the in the first round. He had he had caught Emmett on the exit. With uh, he liked setting it up with either a body shot and then the left a left hook. That's what he was coming with. It was he was setting it up with the right and the left, trying to set up that left that left hook the whole fight. So uh, he couldn't get it in the first round because uh, Emmett was escaping pretty well. So in the second round, he started feigning him a lot more and started getting Emmett to come in so he can control the timing and he can control more where the shots were going to land. So this time, when he feigned on this guy to come in. No, actually, it was after after I think uh, the, the, they got up. Uh, he he knew Emmett was going to come in and, and try to hit him with the combo, sit on his combo, hit him with a power shot, and uh, he caught him with uh, the left hook on that one. He missed the right, I think, and then caught him with the left, right on the chin. It, it was a really good game plan. It's going to be kind of just overlooked because of the controversial knee. They'll fight again. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll run it back. It's generally what they do. So. He's got an opportunity. He still moved up in the rankings. He moved up to number five. Mm-hmm. It, Emmett didn't pick up on on what uh, Stevens' game plan was, dude. Stevens was throwing a heavy left hook the whole fight. He was setting it up with the right the whole time, throwing out the jab kind of half-heartedly, landing the jab, landing a nice right, and then fucking winging the left hook out there trying to land on him. Emmett never picked up on it, kept with the same game plan, let Stevens fucking... Bait him in. He feigned him, feigned him, and kind of uh, figured out this guy's timing and got him. And unfortunately, it's going to get overturned. Think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What gets overturned? <laughs> Nothing gets overturned. The victory gets overturned and it becomes a no contest. No, I mean, like, what? Like, when do they actually overturn anything? Oh, Emmett's got to file an appeal. It'll take a little, like, probably a month or more but he's gonna file an appeal if he hasn't already this week and then they're gonna review it and be like well he landed in the legal knee i guess the the appeal in russia and two illegal count against fedor and two illegal yeah but we're yeah we're in america i don't know they the commissions don't really like overturning shit it happens frequently, though. They won't overturn shit for, like, uh, like stupid shit. But something like this, they there's a pretty good chance they're gonna overturn it because it wasn't just it was an illegal knee and two illegal elbows. They're that, that's not the two illegal elbows isn't gonna help his case either. I I doubt it. We'll see. I bet it gets overturned. I bet it gets overturned to a no contest. Stamp it. I'm calling it. <laughs> uh, co-main event Jessica and Draj bullied the fuck out of Tisha Torres for 15 minutes. Yeah, it was a close first round, but that slam at the end of the round kind of stamped it for... Drogis. Mini Mini Vanderlei, dude. She looks like a fucking Mini Vanderlei, just yeah. a lot more controlled in the striking department. Still heavy strikes, 
just not weeding the, the hook so much. But she comes in, head down, shoulders up, fucking superpower. Uh, and she's got conditioning for fucking days. Oh, dude, she does not stop. Andrade was a was a beast at 135. She was just small. Yeah. And she's... To be honest, Tisha Torres really impressed me in the first round after that. you know, The game plan kind of got to her. But I thought that that would happen from round one with uh, with Tisha. She was landing some good shots. She was really, really fast and had really, really good movement. Tisha, landing... she... sorry, go ahead. She was landing some nice combos until this girl figured out, hmm, I should just take her down. She took her down towards the end of the first and then figured out that was the game plan. I'm just going to slam the shit out of this girl. Tisha had been showing improvement, you know, in her last few fights. Quite a bit. But yeah. Sucks for her though, man. Yes, it does. It's it's that power. It was that power because she had some good defense, but it this uh, Andrade just seemed to outpower her in that. It wasn't there was nothing this girl could do. Like she could have the best defense in the world, it didn't matter. Andrade was just so much stronger than her. That's the problem for most of these girls at 115 pounds is Andrade is too strong for them. I mean, she she beat up on on uh, Claudia. Claudia Gadella. Yeah, she beat the fuck out of her. The, the wrestler of the division. She out-wrestled the wrestler of the division. Like, everybody wants to talk about, you know, Carolina dropping Ro- or dropping Ioana, obviously, before, you know, Rose knocked her out. But Andrade had given her the uh, the toughest, I think, the, one of the toughest fights she had. Because Andrade just kept coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Joanna just had uh, better movement than Tisha. Yeah. She's covered more ground, avoided the takedown a lot better, had better defense. I guess Joanna did piece of the fuck up, but she took her down. <laughs> Andrade is a problem for most people in that division. Yeah. I, I see it challenging for the title soon, if not after this fight, if Rose defends. We we get uh Yeah, just, if Rose we, if Rose wins, Jessica should get the next shot. Yeah. If Joanna wins, you probably get a trilogy. Yeah. I would think so. I mean since she got an immediate rematch, I would think that Rose should be entitled to an immediate rematch. Yeah. Um, what do you do with Tisha next? Ah, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. She's no, not ranked. In that division, she already beat Waterson, so you can't give her that one. Oh, no, she is. She's still ranked number five. Yeah, Tisha's up there. Yeah, she already beat. Watterson. Give her a Sparza. Coming off, both coming off a loss. Claudia, uh, no, Cadella's fighting Sparza. Oh, yeah. They're fighting in Chicago, so no. I don't know. Carolina's four. I don't think she wants to fight someone down. Especially coming off a loss. Probably not. Carolina's trying to get a contention fight. Felice Herring's doing pretty good. You could have her and Tisha Torres go at it. Yeah. 
a Calvillo fight? Maybe throw her name at her. Maybe. Even after that loss, I think Calvillo has still has some star power. I mean, Tisha and Carolina make sense as a fight to happen. Yeah, four and five, and four Tisha and five. coming off a loss. Yeah. Yeah. Because Carolina's got no opponent right now. Nobody, nobody in that division besides Andrade is, is in position for a title shot. So they all got to fight each other anyway. Yeah. You Tisha and Carolina. The Spars and Claudia are already going at it. Right. And then you can match those two winners up against each other. Whoever wins out of uh, Kovacabitz and Torres and the Spars and Gedalia, boom, title eliminator. Yep. There Mini tournament. Mini tournament. Yep. There it is. Brought to you by Average Joes. Making shit happen. Uh, Eerie Latifi picks up the fucking surprise of the night. Yeah, dude. We got a fucking... Eat our words on this one. I thought, dude, when this fight was starting, I'm like, OSP is going to beat the shit out of Latifi. Nope. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Nah. And then Latifi's like, what'd you guys say? Watch this real quick. Standing guillotine. I'm going to make him pass out. Drop him on his face. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was a weird fight. So they they were both kind of. It was OSP doing his thing of pawing out his fucking jab out there, kind of not do, not really committing with it, throwing kind of kicks out there, and Latifi trying to get in on uh, on long ass uh, OSP. So he was working on the leg, throwing leg kicks, nice leg kicks by fucking Latifi, and he was trying to land his flurry. He wasn't really landing his jab; he was more coming. He was he was coming over, like with overhands, and the first the first shot he was throwing was more to cover the distance. The second one was more of the the one to hit him with. The set, the second and the third were the ones that carried more weight to him. And he was just trying to establish that, and he finally... I don't know if it was the leg kicks that kind of slowed OSP down and stopped him from moving out as fast, or whatever it was, Latifi was measuring himself because he, he threw a lot of those flurries. Not a lot of them, but maybe like four. And on the fifth one, he caught him. He just... He found his range, and boom. He caught OSP. It was really really quick into the first round, and a dazed, uh, a dazed OSP got caught trying to recover, got caught against the cage. Nice little fucking <coughs> guillotine choke. And you, and you could tell he was really fucked up from the shots just because he wasn't fighting off the choke. No. He didn't go for the takedown. He wasn't fighting the hands. Because if he would have gone for the takedown, he could have chosen the side to pop out the head. You know, he could have... Uh, Gone on into like side control to pop out the head, and worked on his patented Saint Pru choke, which like he didn't, he wasn't even fighting the hands to go for the takedown or anything. No, he was fucked Just, up all those shots. Yeah, and he tapped, but the ref was on the wrong side. So, he, but he it didn't matter. He went to sleep right right after. So the TV moves up uh, three spots to number five and called, called for a fight with Daniel Cormier. Right after Daniel Cormier laughed at him. He said he's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, well, he does, literally. He's fighting Stipe. Yeah, and you guys have to kick the shit out of each other before they get up there. There's uh, three guys ranked ahead of Latifi that are shit. all much bigger than hey. Latifi. Dude, 
I much rather see Latifi versus Manoa, Latifi versus Texera, Latifi versus Ozdemir, or Latifi versus Gustafson, which he doesn't want. I rather see any of those fights before I see Latifi fight for the title. At least two of those fights before I see Latifi fight for the title. And that's not talking shit about Latifi. It's just his record isn't all that great. He has some losses in this division, and he hasn't fought any of those guys. No. So. At least beat somebody like Manawa. I mean, I know OSP fought for an interim title, but. Would you, what would you credit this to? I'm not trying to take away anything from uh, Latifi, but to me, OSP got caught and got choked out. I mean, Latifi's got power. Yeah. He's a strong dude. He's a sledgehammer. It happens. It's especially in the this division in heavyweight. You get fucking cracked. Yeah, and... Uh, I mean, Latifi... See, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from Latifi. Latifi's a great... Great fighter, OSP had his hands down. That's yeah. that's that's OSP's fault, man. He fights with his fucking hands down. I mean, let's talk about the guys that he's lost to in this division. Uh, going back to 2013 against Musasi, not a bad loss to take. No decision at that. Um, Jan Blahovitz in 2014. Ooh, I remember that. Blahovitz caught him with the body kick and then finished him off with punches against the cage. Yeah. And then uh, Ryan Bader in 2016. That one was nasty, too. Ryan Bader caught him with a nasty knee and slept him. This guy just fell straight back. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah. But, I, some... I mean, he beat Tyson Pedro back in December or September. Pedro just got that awesome Kimura, right? Didn't he just rip off guy's arm? Yep. In the last fight? In, uh, At 221. Or... Yeah, 221 Perth. Uh, he's beat Gian Vellante. So, I mean, he's got some wins, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not taking away anything from him, but slow your roll a little bit, bro. You ain't. Yeah. Yeah, calm down there. You ain't you ain't ready for, for prime time and, and title shots. Daniel Cormier will fuck you up. Um, Max Griffin. Picks up the decision win over Mike Perry. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, dude, I really like Mike Perry, and I'm not saying I'm buying into the hype or anything. I'm mad because he has the skill set. I don't think he's training right. I don't think he's doing the right. I don't think he's taking the right steps to develop his game where it should be. Like, it, what he's doing is like it, he would have been champion in Pride in. What, 2004? He's training like crazy horse fucking Bennett. Like, he's got really, like, raw, raw skills that can be, well, the, that he could put stuff on top of that, that can make it work a lot. And, and that would, it would work. He would be very successful if he utilized the fundamentals a lot more. He's like Pride, if, he's like Pride era uh, Rampage. He's got, he, he's got wrestling. And fucking power. And that's it. That's it, man. He's got nothing else because, well, he he had good pressure. I'll give him that. He was pressuring Max Griffin the whole time. He did not stop with the forward pressure. But if you're going to do nonstop pressure, set it up with a jab. Put a jab out there. Put the jab in his face. Pressure him and put the jab out there. 
set up a one-two. Start establishing your one-two. If you can't establish your one-two, start kicking his leg out. Start fucking jabbing him, kicking his leg out till you get comfortable and you start landing a little bit more and you start figuring out what he's trying to do. Because all he was doing was walking Max Griffin down, allowing Max Griffin to get shots off and get out. Max Griffin was working a, a, uh, a perfect game plan. He was just using the outside of the cage, uh, peppering this guy up, and whenever M- Mike Perry uh, didn't have his defense all the way up, this guy would come in with a nice one-two, really hard shots, and then out of there. Really smart game plan. Dropped him in the second. Yeah, dropped him, got him pretty pretty good in the second, and Mike Perry never, n- never veered off of his game plan of just pressuring, pressuring. I'm not trying to talk shit about his girlfriend, but his cor- his girl's cornering was really shitty. It was not good at all, <laughs> and and most of it was coming from from the coach. But she, it's because so here he, here's why it was shitty. So the coach would tell her something, and then she would yell it back out at Mike Perry. But the thing is, she would try to summarize it in her, her own words. I don't know if she's not a fighter. I don't know what she really like. What she is part of the of the camp. I don't know if she's there because someone doesn't have the balls to tell Mike Perry, like, hey, dude, like, we get it. She's your girlfriend and you want to incorporate her, but she can't be your fucking corner, bro. Like, <laughs> you can't have her as your cornerman. <laughs> I like and, that. And, like, it all, all she really was was the, a mouthpiece. She yeah. was a manager, pretty much. She wasn't because saying the, shit. The, the coach was like, hey, blah, 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 this. And then she would be like, Knee kick, knee kick, break his leg. And the coach wasn't like the coach was actually telling her, like telling him what to do. And like I guess he would just interpret it in her own way. <laughs> and I don't know if that's the only thing that Perry can hear while he's training, you know, because some people only focus in on like someone's voice or something. And hers was pretty screechy. I'm not gonna lie, it, it wasn't hard to focus in on. <laughs> <clears throat> but I don't think it was helpful. I agree. <laughs> She's not a very good cornerman. Or woman. And she she clearly isn't helping if she's not helping him with his fundamentals because he needs a jab. He needs to set up his combos. And if he starts doing that along with his forward pressure and can start landing some hits and, you know, move his head a little bit more, his, his wrestling is going to work. He can't just go out there trying to wrestle the guy or trying to land the power shot. He's not setting anything up. He's only 26 years old, and he has a lot of raw power and he and he can wrestle people if he wants to. But Max Griffin was escaping well. He was using angles really well. And he was getting out of there and not letting this guy corner him. Up until the third round. I'll give Perry that. I'll he, give like, Perry the third, third round, yeah. Yeah, he, he was doing a little bit more. And he was landing. And that's because Max Griffin started sitting down on his punches a little bit more. Started th- uh, getting comfortable with his combinations. And Mike Perry started countering. He started countering him a lot better. So... Max Griffin started like uh, after the half of the into the third. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm not doing this shit no more. I need to. I need to keep going. What got me? What's winning me the fight?" And he got back on his bicycle and he's like, "Fuck this." Perry, uh, he either wins by knockout or loses by decision. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in between. Well, I'm telling you, man. He 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 can be really good. It's just he needs to start. I'm not saying he doesn't train the fundamentals. He needs to incorporate them in his fucking game plan when he fights because he's going out there and weaning punches and not really doing anything. Yeah, I don't know 
what you do with him next. He lost that shine to fight Darren Till. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see him fight Darren Till, he's going to get knocked the fuck out. Darren Till's going to piece him up till he finds that shot, and it's probably going to be a head kick, and he'll put Perry out. He'll, he'll put Perry out. Do not put him in Perry. He's going to knock Perry the fuck out. <laughs> Darren Till's a problem for everybody. Dude, Perry's going to he's going to let Perry walk in on him. He's going to bait a man, and he's going to use the outside super fucking well. He uses movement so well. He's just gonna fucking uh, boom land a nice. He's he'll do something. If you put them together, actually do it. If you guys want a fucking super badass highlight, do it because he he'll he's gonna do something nasty to Perry if you guys put them together. I don't think Tell's interested in Perry anymore. He lost his shine. No, yeah, I don't think so. Go get your shine box, Billy. <laughs> go get your shine box, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, go get your shine box. It was Billy Bats that said it. God damn, I can't believe I fucked that line up. And it, and it sucks. It sucks because Perry is is marketable. He's got uh he's got the fans behind him. Even though he's controversial, he says a lot of stupid stuff. I like seeing him fight. I try to avoid the shit outside the ring just because I, I do think he says stupid stuff. Him and Kobe Covington are going at it. That's fun. Yeah. I don't like Kobe. I don't like Kobe either. But the thing is. <laughs> Is Kobe went after his girlfriend? Yeah, I, and I Mike didn't even to, defend her. To to be fair, I didn't say anything disrespectful about his girl. I just said that she was no good at cornering. But I love when Kobe went in it, hard. Yeah. He went in hard. Yeah, he did. Called her like a horse I don't, face. I don't know skank. how. Like, see, to me, I don't. That, that was kind of, that was a little disrespectful. But no, you got to do what you got to do, right? I guess. Well, like, Kobe's not even trying to fight this guy. That's the thing. No, he just told him he was trash. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is Kobe dissed your girl, and you come back with, I have more followers than you. You don't even defend your girl. And Kobe could just say, I got more wins than you. Yeah. Suck it. You're better than that, Mike. I don't yeah. like you, and you're better than that. Uh, moving on to the prelims. Boom Kelleher picks up the decision win over Henan Barrow. Dude, I saw this fight and Henan Barrow got the shit kicked out of him. But if you go back and you look at the stats, the stats kind of tell a different story. But no, yeah, it's it's weird. I hadn't looked at the stats until just now. Yeah, yeah, I looked at them earlier. The stat, I was like, wait a minute, like no way. I'm like, fuck this shit. I saw this fight. I'm like, I saw Brian Keller kick the shit out of Hennon. Yeah, he kicked the shit out of Hennon Brow, (laughs) but the the numbers are a lot closer apparently. Yeah, the numbers are just numbers because if you go if you go actually look because they say even significant shots no. Kelleher was landing definitely the way harder shots on Barrow. I don't know what. Yeah, they well, gave Barrow the, the, he's got more significant strikes than Kelleher. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that either. That's why sometimes stats are just stats, man. You got to actually watch the fight. Yeah. No, Kelleher beat the shit out of Hen and Barrow for 15 minutes. Yeah. That's all there is to it. You had Kelleher. I think I went with Barrow because I want to yeah. see how he, 
Um, and I never want to accuse anyone of steroids, but you said it last time, man. You called it. You're like, after USADA, he's looked very different. And I'm like, maybe, you know, as endocrine system needed some time to recover. And, yeah, I was trying to give him plain devil's advocate, give him the benefit of the doubt. Just be edgy, he, bro. Just be edgy. He's, he's definitely – well, dude, I wanted to go. Like, I like him. as a, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. But You got to go full heel, man. He he it, He's definitely a different fighter, man. After USADA, he's definitely a different fighter. Yeah. And the move to, to ATT didn't really help. I don't know. Boom! Nah, Kelleher looked good. He looked real yeah, good. Yeah, no, Kel- Kelleher looked good. He beat the shit out of Burrell. Speaking of looking good, well, not really, because... Sarah McMahon looked good until Mario and Renault it, caught her. Then I say it. I I always have high hopes for Sarah McMahon, and yeah. she just never seems to pan out for her. She was beating the shit out of Mario and Renault. Yeah, and then got caught in a triangle and didn't fight it. <coughs> yeah, man. It was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened to Sarah McMahon. She looked really good early. <clears throat> she dominated her in that first round. Crucifixed her. And she was she was dominating. And then was dominating in the second round and took her down again and got stuck in a stupid position. She she has to be working on her tits, man. For her to be in the UFC this long and to be such a dominant grappler. How are you not working on these escapes and how not to fall into these positions? It's a great question. Does she just brain fart when it happens? Is Marion Renault that good? Well, she's got two submissions herself. Yeah, Sarah? Yeah. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I used whatever little wrestling I had to get me into Three. positionings to land arm triangles. And it helped out a lot. She also I got top. She also has three submission losses. Head arm triangles were easy when you when you can control a dude and you get on top and then you get him into a tight position up top and then they give up the arm and then you lock in that choke. Yep. I can see why, but like, I wouldn't say I was a badass jujitsu practitioner. <laughs> I was just say I would bully them into that position and then I would take the choke, which which is what I'm guessing she's doing because man, I don't know. Cause she she's she likes using the wrestling a lot. Yeah, well, of course she's a silver medalist. But if you're a silver medalist and you're super good at wrestling, why not work on your striking and try to use your striking? Why not sharpen the striking? You already you already know your wrestling's there. This is MMA. Well, not even your striking. Why not work on your submission defense? Yeah. Like. Work on your fucking Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, my friend. It sucks. It sucks because I think Sarah's going to get cut soon. I mean, probably. Three losses in a row. And she's done that like twice. What else are you going to do with her? I don't know, brother. I don't know either, my friend. 
I don't know either, my friend. Um, Angela Hill picks up the decision win over Miranda Mraz. Typical Angela Hill fight. If you watch any Angela Hill fight, you've seen this one. She's very she's her striking is she's got good striking. It's just not powerful striking. She's gonna piece you up and use her, use her distance very well. Put her jab in your face. Set up her combos. She has good kicks too. She's mm-hmm. she's a very good striker. She and she knows how to use her distance very well. That's what she did. She pieced up Moreau's. Yeah, Moreau's confusing ass fucking high volume striking, but doesn't ever land. Yeah, 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 yeah. She throws a lot of shit and nothing. Like she's kind of just throwing. It's kind of weird. Yeah, she just throws and punches kind of, out there at the air. They don't land. Yeah, and kind of just by throwing, I mean, she in the third round, she threw forty-one. She threw one hundred and thirty-two, and uh, only landed forty-one. She only landed thirty percent of her strikes, and she threw she threw three hundred and thirty-nine. I honestly thought. You know, because the judges are fucked up sometimes that they were going to give it to her because of that shit. Cause she... Well, that's what the commentators are saying, that she uses her heavy strike output, even though it's not landing, to kind of make her look busy. So if the round is close, she gets the round. Yep. Which, it in this one, you could definitely tell Angela Hill was connecting a lot more. Yep. Her strategy backfired on her this time. Yep. Angela Hill is very talented, except she's she's hit some roadblocks. But she, she had a really good taken. fight. She had a good fight with uh, Jessica Andrade. Jessica, yeah, yeah. That one probably was a Taylor takedown as well. Yeah. Oh, this one hurt my heart. Ellen Joban picks up the KO win over Ben Saunders. I had the beautiful and sexy Joe Band in this one. I know. I love Killer B. I, I like I like Killer B too. He's got the badass name. I like his fight style. It's kind of weird and funky. He likes using his elbows. I, I like his I like his style of fighting. And he trains with uh, Eddie Bravo, Tenth Planet. But so, so uh, bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, they don't want to fight each other, right? Yeah. But the, you know, you know, it's money. <laughs> ben needed. How, how much money? Would they have to pay you to fight me, Jeff? Fifty bucks. <laughs> Fifty bucks, man. Fuck that. Yeah, because I want to get kicked in the fucking head. <laughs> I got fifty bucks too, right? I want more money than fifty fucking bucks. That's not gonna pay my medical bills when I get a concussion. Ah, uh, come on, bro. We'll just we'll just move around. We'll just you know. No. Just move around a little bit. My move around a little bit is try to punch you a couple times in the face and then take you to the ground. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, they didn't want to fight each other. But they did. Yeah, and Joe Ben kicked fucking Saunders' ass. Yeah. Poor Ben. Yeah, it. he he kicked the leg out. He kicked the, <laughs> the left leg out of Saunders, which set out the punch because it kind of wobbled Saunders. So when he actually he was focused on getting his balance back, yeah, that he caught him, and yeah, and when he was getting his balance after getting his leg kicked out from under him, 
Joe Banzak, no, just landed a badass fucking shot in the jaw and slept him nasty. It was just a stiff straight. Yeah, he he slept him. Yeah, he did. Ben Ben knew he was done. They they put that in slow motion, and you could see him ragdoll and see his hands like. Yeah, and he just lay there. He didn't even try to get up from the rough. It's pretty sick. It was bad. That's why I said it hurt my heart. It hurt my heart coming off of, especially, I was in a good mood coming off of Smiling Sam getting the fucking beautiful KO. Yeah, congrats to Smiling, smiling Sam. I wish I was on, on the show. I wish I was co-host when uh, he was on. I'll have to see if we can get Sam back on. Stupid Dave. I bet he was on. He was. God damn it. He should. <laughs> God damn Dave. Uh, Sam man, looked all right. Looked pretty good. At 205, at... brother. Yeah. At 205. He held his um, own. I think it was a perfect opponent. for. I'm not trying to take anything away from Sam. I think it was a perfect opponent at 205. I think it was a late step in for Alvy too, right? Yeah, I believe so. And it's because Sam Alvey's a huge 205-er. Like, or not a huge... Huge one eighty five er. Yeah, yeah. He's so it's easy for him to make the weight, but he cuts a lot. Yeah, he he hurt Marcin. I forget with what, but then fucking Marcin just kind of looked at him with like a death state. Well, he was looking at him with a death state the whole time. But this one was kind of like the most intense one, and kind of like fucking death march towards Alvy with his hands down. Alvy's like, okay, boom. He just looked for a shot and caught him. He just threw. It. He's like, you're gonna give it to me? Thanks. You're gonna give me the home run? There you go. Boom. Yeah. I like Sam at 205, though. Yeah. I like Sam at 185. Whatever. Do what you want to do, sir. Do what you want to do. I think he said he was going to stay at 205, didn't he? I don't know. I thought. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He called out John Vellante. Remember? That's right. He did call out John. Yeah, he called out John Vellante, which I think is uh, an awesome idea. Make that fight happen. Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah. I would watch it. As long as it didn't go to the ground. Yeah. And uh, Alvy's wife, I didn't know she was. She had won America's Next Top Model. Yeah, that's what they said in the commentary. You and I were talking about that. Yeah, she's a smoke show. Yeah, she is a fucking dime piece. Yeah, I think her leg was broken or something like that. Ankle something, she was on crutches. Yeah. Stan- Sam stopped his walkout to make sure she didn't trip over the cable. Congrats to Sam. Yeah, Sam. Tip of the cap going to you, in man. deep. <laughs> uh, Ronnie Yah picks up the submission win over Russell Doan. Ronnie was working the shit out of Russell Doan anyway. Yeah, I was concerned that he wasn't going to get the sub. But he pulled it off. Yep. Yep. Ronnie, yeah, yeah. Ronnie's a tough motherfucker. And condolences on the loss of his mom. Oh, yeah. He came out after and he said that. Yeah, his mom died during his training camp. Yeah. Yeah, poor Ronnie. Uh, In the early prelims, Alex Perez picks up the decision win over Eric Shelton. Uh, pretty good fight from Alex Perez. Yeah, very takedown heavy. T- tail of the takedown. 
Tail of the takedown. Tail of the takedown. But it was an, it was an effective uh, game plan with the takedown. I hate when they just take them down, nothing's done, and they give them points for not doing anything. Right, when they just lay and pray. I get it. It's a takedown. But, you like, what is he doing with the takedown? Is he parlaying it into something, into a submission attempt, into strikes? No, but this guy was using using the takedowns and uh, a lot of control. A lot of control, my friend. Lots of control. Yeah, he, he looked good. Sheldon didn't look too bad on the feet. No. It was the takedowns. Yep. Just takedown pressure and control. Manny Bermudez in the opening fight probably just submitted Albert Morales out of the UFC. Yeah. That's the card. Morales is probably going to get cut. That's three or four in a row. He hasn't. It's pretty even. The fight? Yeah. Yeah. But he got, he got submitted. Oh, his only win. Yeah. His only win is against Andre Sukmatath. How many fights does he have? Um, this is his... Damn, he's got a sixth, bunch. Sixth fight. Damn. Oof. Had fought to a draw with Alejandro Perez. Lost to Thomas Almeida. Beat Sukmantath. And has now lost to Brent Johns and Benito Lopez. And now Manny Bermudez. Yeah, he's going to get cut. Damn, half of his fights were in the UFC. What's that? Half of his fights were in the UFC, pretty much. Yeah, he was uh, looking for a fight guy. Dana found him. Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, Dan White's Dancing with the Stars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess we got to talk about it. Talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. <laughs> 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 I remember it. <laughs> what the code? No, the beat the funky town. Funky town. <laughs> Don't forget to bring it down. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, uh, hey, did you hear about John Jones's hearing today? Because it was what? everywhere. No, I didn't see it. Did you tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I definitely saw it. I, I didn't see the actual hearing. I just read about it. Yeah, I didn't see the hearing. Like I was telling you, I was reading different people's live tweets. Yeah. When I went, I went on lunch, and when I went on lunch, they were fucking, that was when they took the 10-minute break, or they took the 10-minute break right before, yeah, because I only took like a 20-minute lunch today. And they started, they took the 10-minute break just before I left to go back on lunch, or off of lunch, so I didn't even get to see anything. I just read live tweets. Yeah, I was going to go back and look for the video, but I'm like, do I want to go back and watch them talking, or do I want to watch the fights and try to break them down a little bit better for the show? I'll watch, I'll watch the fights. See, <coughs> a lot of people... <coughs> Nine one one, nine one one. 
A lot of people don't think it went like in the in the the arc that it it did not go well for John. Yeah, he got fined a lot of money, and now it's up to Usada. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like they take that as it's it's a loss. Well, I mean, fuck you, lady. <laughs> yeah, no one's texting me, right? I thought I heard it. Maybe, maybe you did. Maybe it's just in my head. But uh, goddamn. Keep trying to get the weed out. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, all things considered, it it didn't go terrible for John. I mean, it did go terrible for John, but the outcome isn't terrible. They didn't add an added. They didn't add an additional suspension to it. They revoked his license, but uh, the commissioner Andy Foster said that Perry or. Um, Depending on what happens with the USADA case, um, that Jones can get his license reinstated. So all all we really know right now is that he's fined two hundred and whatever thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars or something, and and that he's his license is revoked. And now the USADA one is going to determine how long his suspension is going to last retroactively to the time he fought from June. Yeah. So we we still don't know how long, right? No, and there's no timetable when the USADA hearing will will happen. Um, But it's going to be a year in June, which isn't that far away or July. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it didn't go well for him. He did uh, was grilled by this one commissioner, where it came. He admitted that he had never done his USADA tutorials and that they were signed for him. That his management did it for him. And oh yeah, forged signatures. Not even like an online thing or anything, right? So, it was like they... so that's not gonna fucking go well. With dude, Usada. it's like, oh well, dude, I didn't even sign it. It wasn't even me. So you were negligent enough to be like, yeah, fuck it. Sign the papers for me. You were stupid enough to fucking admit that you. It sucks, man, because he's. I want to see him fight, but I do too. He but... stabs himself in the fucking foot. He does this. The only person that's going to beat John Jones is John Jones, and he's beating the fuck out of himself right now, and he continues to do it. See, if he didn't shoot himself in the foot, like it, <laughs> it, it. Their their expert couldn't prove a, that John had taken and what kind of window and whether he took it, you know, knowingly or not. And he said he believed that John didn't take it knowingly. Andy Foster felt the same way, and that's why he had, didn't hand him down the suspension. So, all things considered, it it could have gone a lot better, but it could have gone a lot worse for John. We'll see what happens with Usada. I don't know. I yeah. just want to see him fight. I just want to see him I, fight. I, his his skill set is undeniable. What he's done in the UFC is undeniable. Like you can say he's cheated, and I'll agree with you. Yes, what he's done, and he's been caught cheating. There's a lot of guys that cheat, get caught cheating, don't get caught cheating, dude. When I tell people, uh, like when I bring Fedor into the conversation of 
greatest of all time. Like, well, he was a cheater. Like, well, he never got caught for anything. Well, it doesn't matter. Pride clearly said in their contract that they weren't going to test for steroids. Like, so that completely, that, that's just, you're just going to say he, he's on steroids. He says he never has. He's a, he's a, he's a religious man. He's a simple man. I've never, I'll take him at his word. I'll, I've never looked at, I mean, if you look at Fedor's body in pride, it wasn't one that was screaming steroids to me. Nah, it's, Maybe maybe I love Fedor so much because his body was so attainable to me. Because I'm like, I can be like that guy. And I'm like 10 pounds away from that guy. Yeah. It's like, maybe if I lose like 30 pounds, I'll be good. Like, maybe <laughs> I'll be a fighter. <laughs> you got to be a badass, too. Yeah, and then you got to be a fucking Russian killer underneath, underneath that body. Because that guy's a Russian murderer. He just, like, he focuses his energy on being good. Dude, it's so crazy because, like, you look at Fedor... Fedor just looks like a pretty average Russian dude. Yep, truck driver. And then you look at his brother Alexander. Oh, dude. Alexander looks like a fucking murderer. I mean, oh, he is. Oh, well, yeah, he is. But when he fought in Pride, he no, looked didn't he, like didn't he actually murder somebody in real life? Murder, or rape, rape. I think no, because it wouldn't have been murder because he just got he only did a few years in prison. I think it was rape, maybe kidnapping. Because I'm pretty sure he did. Time in prison before the stint of rape. The point is, he's a crazy ass motherfucker. And, and looks like a crazy ass motherfucker. <laughs> Tats everywhere. But he looks he looks eviler than Fedor. They probably got like the evil gene and the good gene, and Fedor is just the good, uh, or the neutral guy. I wouldn't even say good. He's probably just the neutral guy. Like, yeah, whatever. Maybe I'll kill you. Maybe not. Maybe I'll kill you. Maybe not. But I am Googling Alexander Milanenko murder. He has, he has some pretty crazy tattoos that I think he's gotten removed. I can try to Google it too, bro. I'm, I'm not finding anything about murder. So gonna go with i think it was rape and kidnapping but anyway it might well done the same one what the same charge like doesn't he kidnapped and raped yeah maybe or was it two different ones like i don't know one was a kidnapping and then the second one was a raping because i thought he went to jail the one time before this i don't remember i was just Bringing it up, how creepy, scary he was looking, but he wasn't that good of a fighter. Because his tats are prison tats. But the, but he already had them before the first time he went in there. That fucking Grim Reaper. I don't know. No. Moving on. Um. Oh yeah. So the UFC announces that they are going to be in Chile on May 19th. And uh, they announced five bouts on the card. Uh, Diego Re- Diego Havis is taking on Guido Canetti. Uh, Alexa Grasso and Tatiana Suarez. I love I love me some Alexa Grasso. She's from Mexico. Yep. That's my... Uh... 
It's my international focus. I'm going to start giving you my international focus. Because you're going to be just Mexicans. All right. Check out Alexa Grasso. She's a badass. Team Lobo. I like Alexa Grasso. She's fine, too. She is fine. My boy, Vincente Luque, taking on Chad LaPrice. And my girl, Andrea KGB Lee, is going to finally be making her long-awaited UFC debut against Veronica Macedo. Mikado. KGB. KGB. I'm excited. That's going to be a fun card. I like Vincente Luque a lot. Boy, going to do some things. Uh, big news for you and probably me for the uh, UFC 225 Chicago card. Oh, yeah. Joey B's making his comeback. Joseph Benavidez returning to action against Sergio Pettis. From injury, right? Yep. Knee injury, I believe. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't appreciate uh, Benavidez just because he hasn't been able to capture the title. That's because he's had a fight Mighty Mouse, which I think is speedier. And, you know, this guy just can't catch him. I, I've said it before. If, if Mighty Mouse was not there, that title would have bounced back and forth and changed hands between John Dotson and Joseph Benavidez several times. Yeah. And possibly Henry Cejudo, because I think Cejudo beat Joseph Benavidez. Didn't they give it to Benavides? Yes, they did. It was a close decision, but I think Henry won. It was all those fucking nut kicks. You got to take the points away, brother. <clears throat> Let's not start on that again. He kicked him in the nuts a bunch, didn't he? If I remember right, he kicked him in the nuts like two or three times. It's always nut kicks with you. <laughs> That's like your soapbox is nut kicks. <laughs> Everything else you're like, hey, look, not not to not to be disrespectful or anything, but <laughs> nut kicks just is where you draw the line. <laughs> Don't be kicking me in the goddamn nuts, all right? I'm not gonna kick you in the goddamn nuts. No, it's because I remember getting kicked in the nuts, dude. That is not fun. <laughs> I've been kicked in the nuts plenty of times in life. Mm-hmm. And and I am, you know, not fucking pro nut kick but you you just get extra angry <laughs> i don't like him bro i can tell what if one of them ruptures down there and then you're all you're fucked that's it yeah, you're, like, not, you're not pops like when when jerry lawler came tommy dreamer in his nuts and he had to get uh, like four or five cc's of blood taken out of his testicle God damn, that does not sound good. Yeah, caned him right in the nuts. <sighs> Laying down. Kapow. Check out Full yeah. Hill Podcast for the special ECW episode. Yeah, it was a badass episode, me and you did. Yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. Sunday morning? Yeah. I had a bad I had a bad two I had a badass time this weekend. I did a me and Quadro did a fight companion on Saturday, and then me and you did uh ECW talk history on Sunday. Yeah, dude, it was a lot of fun. I, I always like talking wrestling with you. The shit that I know about, anyway. This new shit, I got nothing for you, but yeah, brother, we we, we can get into some more old stuff, not just ECW. <sighs> Let me know. Yeah. Um, speaking of wrestling, you want to talk about Honda Housey? Honda Housey. So I'll give you my thumbs up and my thumbs down and what I thought. The Full Hill Podcast uh, exclusive. Bidini, bidini. 
F H P. Um, so everyone knows by now, Ronda Rousey appeared at the Royal Rumble, kind of came out, pointed at the Royal Rumble sign. It was kind of unclear what she was going to do because she didn't challenge any of the girls. She kind of shook Stephanie's hand, and it was unclear. And then she didn't appear on Raw, but they said that she was going to sign at this weekend's uh, Elimination Chamber. The women were having the first Elimination Chamber. So she came out, and it was Stephanie, Triple H, Ronda, and Kurt. And she was about to sign, and she's like, do you have anything? Look, it's really horrible acting on Ronda's part. She needs a mouthpiece. Terrible. Yeah. I watched a, you, uh, watched a video of it. I think, did you post maybe a that, Yeah, that one was from Raw. I put one up. That one was from Raw. Yeah, I saw your post then. Yeah, I watched that video. It was. And that one was the better one. Horrible. That one was the better promo. Yesterday, I don't. Look, I don't know if she was caught in the moment, but she already came out at Royal Rumble. Look, bitch, get over the moment, all right? You've already kicked the shit out of girls in front of that many people. Now you're pointing at signs and you got that reaction out of so many people. And, like,. I know she was getting a reaction out of the crowd again, but like she was almost like tearing up a little bit, and it, it's not good. It wasn't good acting on her part, and it, it's if if anything, yesterday it got twice as better than when it was, and hopefully it, it continues to grow. If she's going to continue to talk and speak for herself, but I'm glad that she's not interfering with any of the women's uh, storylines. I'm glad she's not thrown into a title picture. I'm glad she's thrown into a made-up uh, brand-new feud. So she's feuding with uh, Triple H and Stephanie because Kurt revealed that they wanted to get it, her into the WWE to pretty much be over her and be her bosses after what she did at WrestleMania, what, three years ago? Yeah, two two years ago. Two, three, yeah, well, two three years ago. Yeah, because she came in and she flipped. Triple H, I think it was. Yeah. And I think she slapped Stephanie or something. I think she Stephanie went to slap her and she caught her arm and Oh yeah, and she got her in an arm lock, right? And yeah. like her and she like left and then she flipped Triple H. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this time uh Kurt started like revealing stuff like that. You know, they they're starting the storyline that they were talking shit behind their back or whatever. And then Kurt's up the ramp, and he's like, hey, Steph, didn't you say she's always been a has-been or something? And then Stephanie gets in her face, and then Triple H kicks Triple uh, Kurt out. He's like, get the hell out of here, dude. And then he goes and stops Ronda from doing anything. Uh, and then she puts Triple H through a table, which is pretty cool. Like, Triple H goes to confront her or something, and she puts Triple H through a table. And she has to. Uh, she cut a promo yesterday because she had to defend herself on why she did that or something. But they punched Kurt Angle, so it looks like they're gonna do a an angle at WrestleMania. It's gonna be Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie. You heard it here first. You heard it from Donkey Tron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that video of them in the ring when he punched Kurt was from SmackDown yesterday. Uh, from Raw yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's Tuesday. Yeah, today, right now, SmackDown. Jesus Probably Christ. Yeah, it's over. It's been a long week already. This fucking tick growing out of my goddamn head. <laughs> you off. are concussed, bro. You're concussed. I'm concussed and high as fuck. Look, <laughs> look at my eyes. 
<laughs> you were taking some rips back there while I was going into the store. Into the store. Yeah, I fucking ripped the shit out of that bowl. Let you do your thing. Yeah, but you heard it here first that it, you know it's kind of predictable. It's going to happen. <laughs> Exclusive. Yeah. I sent you the video. You finally got to see it. one. I watched yeah. that shit. <laughs> how they make? I saw. I sent you how they make one, and then I sent you one in action, so you get to see both of them. <laughs> I, didn't I say it's just to make noise? That's yeah. all it's made for. It's a noisemaker. Yep. <laughs> uh, one more before we go. Um, so last week we talked about Tito Ortiz wanting a trilogy with Chuck Liddell. What I missed in the article because I was stoned was that he said he wanted to do it in the UFC. So I, I missed that too. Yeah. So good job, Tito. You shot yourself in the foot because I mean, I don't know if you saw, there's a video or an interview of, that Chael did where he kind of went off about Tito. Well, Tito's supposed to be a company guy, and if he yeah. hates Dana so much, and then you're going to fucking start sucking his nuts. And Coker's done a lot for, for yeah. Tito. Coker's a good guy. Yeah. He, he's a good guy. Hey. 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 So uh, Dana <laughs> today... Uh, responded and said, "There's no way he would promote Chuck Liddell." Uh, Fuck no. Chuck's almost fit, uh, quote. No, White said when asked if he was interested in promoting a fight, Chuck's almost fifty years old. I love Chuck Liddell, but fifty-year-olds shouldn't be fighting. I'd watch it. I'm just not going to watch it on <clears throat> UFC. It doesn't make sense in UFC. No, it would be a Bellator thing if it was going to happen. Yeah. And now, hey, we're going to have a fight that doesn't make any sense and it doesn't matter in the rankings. Yeah. And now Tito fucking shot himself, probably shot himself in the foot with Coker. Yeah. So, good job, jackass. Tito, Tito. Chuck hasn't fought in, in fucking eight. He hasn't fought since 2010 at UFC 115. You know what it is? It's Tito has such a big head. I don't, the words in his brain don't connect as fast as they should, and he just says stupid shit, and he doesn't think because his head's so fucking big. Because he's a stupid. Yeah, you ever played Donkey Kong mode in uh, 007 for the Nintendo 64? Well, yeah, I know the game, but I don't remember Donkey Kong. Okay, mode. so so if you beat one of the one of the levels, you got to unlock the DK mode, Donkey Kong mode. And if you switch DK mode on, all the everyone had giant heads. Oh, the heads! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's Tito Ortiz. It really is. His head is so <laughs> fucking huge. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! His head is so fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all the news stories I got. I think that's uh, I think it's gonna be an episode. Nice, hour and thirty-five in. It's good. good. It's a good, good episode. Oh, fuck. Well, that didn't work. My YouTube what? closed. Oh, YouTube fucking closed on me.
So goddamn YouTube. Fucking YouTube. Goddamn technology. Trying to play shit off my phone and shit's just fucking up. You don't have to play Black Label Society. No, that's a, I got it. It's, <laughs> it's happening. You can end that on something else. It's too late, Raphael. It's too good. it's too fucking late. It's already good because good because I chose that song and you better not fuck me over, Jeff. I wouldn't fuck you over because you this did. This is the first time song. I got to choose choose a song and you're gonna not play it on the outro. I got it. It's all set to go now. We're good. All right, good. I wouldn't good. do that to you. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> hey, choose a song. Yeah, it's sorry, and I'm not playing it. <laughs> yeah, not that one. Choose a different one. <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, I got you, man. It's all set to go. We're good. Final thoughts? Um, I got nothing today. It's all right. Uh, Plug the show. Yeah, uh, check out uh, Full Heel Podcast. Um, and hang out with your friends. I had a fun time with uh, Jeff, and uh, Quazzo came over Saturday. We had a blast. We had a fight companion. We talked about uh, Dragon Ball Z, um, Marvel. Nice. We're gonna. I'm going to do an episode of Black Panther with him. We're going to talk about Black Panther, me, him, and Frankie, and maybe someone else on Friday. So... I'll be I'll be putting that out as soon as we're done with that. But uh, dope, I can't yeah, wait to hear uh, that. Hit beep, up your beep, friends beep, beep, beep. and yeah, beep, I'll put out the news alert for that one. But uh, hit up your friends and hang out with your friends. You know, uh, I got nothing else. It's fun <laughs> hanging out with your friends. Yeah, I like hanging out with my friends. I had a great time with you on Sunday, man. It was a good conversation. Yeah, it, was fun. it was fun. ECW, ECW, ECW. Did you watch that documentary I sent you? No, I haven't yet. I haven't. I think you'll like that one. I should have check out that. I should have. I was going to before. I was going to, but I needed. Uh, I needed to watch these fights. Yeah. And break it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's where we're going out right there. On that note. That's it. All right, that's going to wrap it up for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. See you guys again on Thursday. We'll be back to preview this weekend's UFC 222 card. Brother. Yeah, brother. For Rafael Chidez, I'm Jeff Shanahan. We'll see you guys next time on the Average Joe's MMA Show. Tell me what's it all mean to you Don't forget just who and where you are You can spread your wings, son But don't you spread yourself too far